0: Welcome to Tuesday Take, a weekly podcast where we sit down with Pastor James to get a little insight into life, questions, and past sermons. Our hope is to use God's Word to challenge you and encourage you so that you can see gospel restoration in your everyday life. With that, here's today's episode. Well, welcome to a special Wednesday edition of Tuesday Take. We just got busy, you know?
1: Yeah, just kind of slipped our mind, but just, we're we're here.
0: I mean, we were out last week with convention and, and just your first couple days back in the office. It's always is like, what do I do again? I don't know if that's probably not for you, but for me, sometimes <laughs> I'm like, what is happening today? And so that's yeah. That's well, what I we had
1: the like. Tuesday school. We had the meal celebration for Dylan afterward, and so I guess yeah. it just kind of threw us all off, man. It's Dylan's had, fault. We ate a, we ate a lot of food. Dylan's fault. No, I'm yep. just kidding, Dylan.
0: If you're listening, it was not your fault. We wanted to celebrate you and love you well, uh, you and Natalie both. And so, um, and I got to get, eat. I got to eat a couple good sliders out of mm-hmm. it. Uh, yeah, that's look, good. It, if if that's one of the, like the staples of being Baptist is like potlucks, any kind of dinner on the grounds, whatever it is, man. People people know how to cook. Yeah, and so. Speaking of all of that, man, transitioning into what we're going to talk about today. Uh, if you listen to the podcast last week, we had a fun conversation. Uh, I think it's one of those conversations people love to hate to have. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about, can believers actually consume alcohol? Is this okay? Is this wrong? And so kind of jumping from where we were last week to this week, and I'll be honest, I've seen this in my life. A lot of the times the people that I've had conversations with who are more so against alcohol, probably struggle with what we're going to talk about today a little bit more um and it's i think especially for for a younger believer or someone who doesn't you know have as much knowledge of scripture it's kind of like one of those if they're struggling with alcohol and whether or not they should if someone struggles with this it's like yeah but like mine's not as bad as yours and then people start comparing and and then it gets kind of off the rails but today we're going to talk about gluttony and, and eating too much and then exactly
1: what does gluttony mean and so uh I don't know if I'm the best one to talk about gluttony since, uh, if you follow me on TikTok, um, our, well, I guess Kirsten posted on Instagram too, but our, what, what I ate in Disneyland and that's what, like almost everybody that saw the video was like, how did y'all eat all that? I'm like, well, it was really easy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was all really tasty. We shared some, we threw away some. Appreciate you sharing, by the way. What? I said, appreciate you sharing, by the way. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if I'm the bit like um I I don't struggle with alcoholism, but I struggle with
0: gluttony for sure. Dude, same. And that's the thing too. Like you're you're talking about what you ate at Disney. Like, we just didn't post it, but like I mean <laughs> they more than we did not. <laughs> I mean, you can say it, it's okay. No, now, uh especially there, it's like they have all these things. You're like, but I gotta try this. I have to try that. I have to try that. And like my sister was sending me stuff on Instagram that was like, "While you're there, just let me know how this is. Let me know how the." And so, like,
1: I was like, "When we left, uh, what was it? It was that last day when we were we were by the Coaster and they had those warm Jack oh Num Num cookies. And it's like, I really didn't wasn't super hungry, but I'm like, I'm not gonna get this cookie again. So, yeah. so I, I have. So, to. Kirsten, go give me. You know, I think I was getting on the ride. I was like, Hey, you mind like grabbing you a mind cookie? Grabbing so one <laughs> of those. <laughs> yeah.
0: Look, man, we got one, and so. I mean, but really, like. When it comes to gluttony, like it's one of those things that, at least for me, like I'm a bigger guy, like I'd rather have a conversation about alcohol and point <laughs> things out of that, and like and not like because people, I mean, that's the thing about alcohol too. Pe- nobody really knows, but like people can look at me and be like, "Yeah, gluttony's a thing, man." <laughs> like, so I think that that's one of the things about this conversation that nobody likes to have it, nobody wants to have it, and
1: so. Ma'am. Yeah, there's not many sermons that I think you hear on gluttony. You know, I mean, you, you, so
0: make sure you hear this
1: notice. That's kidding. right. But like, you know, you hear about pride. You know, you hear a lot of sermons on a lot of different sins that are pointed out, but very rarely are like, oh yeah, gluttony. You know, Well, especially in the Baptist church because it's like potlucks. Yeah. Food what if you're preaching
0: and, about gluttony the day you got dinner on the grounds? And yeah, like, I'd be bad. Just be careful how much of that fried chicken you're going to eat today. Like, it's just. One of those things we don't really want to talk about. So It's kind
1: of like, I think, is Jerry Bridges has a book um, entitled Respectable Sins. And it's that idea of, like, there are certain sins, I think, within Christian culture that we're kind of, we kind of look over and we're like, nah, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, and, of course, that's always dangerous. For, you know, there are no respectable sins. But that idea of, like, gluttony definitely falls in that category of where we're like, well, um, it, you know, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's okay. You know, and we, have, we can easily justify and, and Absolutely. I, and I think maybe in some sense, I think this should help give us compassion to whether it's maybe people struggling with sins. You know, it could be like drunkenness. It could be alcoholism. It could be drugs and this idea of addiction and all those things. Sometimes I think like for other people, other sins that we may look at and be like, I can't believe they would do that, you know, but then we justify our own yep. sin. And so I think it, you know this even talking about gluttony, the idea of like it should I think give us compassion. You know of like, hey, look, we all there are certain things that we we all justify in our own life. It may not be gluttony for whoever's listening, but it could be something else. Absolutely. You know? So,
0: so whenever we're talking about this, what is gluttony?
1: So I think a general. I mean, most of it's usually connected to food, and so I think a general idea um, from scripture, this idea of gluttony is like this idea of overindulgence. So it's like beyond. Just enjoying, but it's like going beyond. Of like, there's like terms in scripture, like Proverbs, idea of like gorging, like gorging on meat, like I'm not making yourself sick, but just like you're over what you need or what you require. And so, really, this idea of gluttony really carries this idea of like overindulgence, um, overeating, and usually it is connected with food. We can talk about. I think there's other ways that gluttony rears its head. But I think primarily in Scripture, it, it speaks of the idea of, like, with regard to food,
0: you know. I got you. And so, like, knowing this, is it really—I mean, you talked about respectable sins. Is gluttony really that big of a deal?
1: So I have a Scripture. This is Proverbs 23, 2. And it says, And put a knife to your throat if you are given to gluttony. <laughs> and so it's like, well, okay. Like a butter
0: knife or yeah, <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> But it's like okay, well, that's pretty serious, and and uh, that's Proverbs. You know, we read a lot of Proverbs last week when we were talking about the alcohol conversation, and so there's a lot of. And I think what's interesting is that gluttony, many times, is like this is like uses like a gateway, not not a gateway drug, but like a gateway thing that introduces you because I think it's this all idea of self indulgence. Um, I think it's in uh, somewhere maybe it's Corinthians. I can't remember, but it's like a where it says that that your stomach is your god. This mm, idea, yeah. and so it's like basically like you are. You're like giving into yourself, self indulgent. And so scripture I think warns against gluttony. One of the reasons why is because it gives into when you're giving into self indulgence, overindulging of things, it then leads to overindulgent in other things. And so that's why many times gluttony's right behind gluttony. A lot of times drunkenness is talked about, sexual morality is talked about. And so it's this idea of like to be undisciplined or this overindulgent in one area of your life. And I think we everybody listening probably knows this it's like when you're undisciplined in one area, it usually begins to bleed into other areas. Yeah. And so that's why I think it's like we would say, "Well, it's not that big of a deal," but I think scripture's like, "Yeah, but you're allowing yourself to run rampant and you're allowing this your flesh just to run and do whatever it yeah. wants." And that's going to then bleed over into all kind of other areas of your life. And so I think that's why scripture's like, "Hey, don't be gluttonous like this is why because it it just bleeds into so many other things i
0: mean you see in the old testament too in deuteronomy where like the the drunkard and the gluttonous one should be taken outside of the city and stoned and like that's a that's a pretty strong language like put a knife to your throat if like that's that's pretty strong language of like hey this is a really this is more of a big deal than i think that we like you again the respectable sins i feel like that's the perfect way to say it is like we'll look at this and be like but it's just one more thing. It's really not that bad. It's all okay. Whenever reality, like, Scripture is pretty clear of, like, no, like, especially, like, whenever you go into, like, your body's a temple and, like, all of the things that can play out of that. It's like, man, like, how, am I really taking care of myself or am I just putting more on? Or, or even if it is, like, we talked about it a little before we started recording, like, this could be Netflix. Like, this can be binging something. This could be more than just food, but, like, at what point do we really start looking at this and, and asking the question, like, for me at least, I know if I have Oreos in the pantry, this is just a moment of transparency, <laughs> I guess. This is just this is a weird segue. Like, um, if we if I know we have Oreos in the pantry, and I am just get home from work, and I know we're going to eat supper in an hour and a half, I'm not hungry. Like we were talking about with the, the Jack Jack Num Num cookies. Yeah. I'm not hungry, but I know it's there. And I'm just going to mindlessly do it, and so like, then is it like, am I doing it because I know it's there? Or am I doing it because I don't have the self control to not? And so like, what what do you think about that? Like, whenever we talk about like Netflix or food or, or whatever it could be, whatever we hobby we have that we kind of take to an excess, um, what what does that mean? Does it mean that I'm just doing it because I can, or I'm doing it because I can't stop myself?
1: Yeah, I think probably both, because uh, I think I've seen both in my own life, and so I think there's a there's a both you know that's why of course this, this is not spiritual at all but this is why like people that are like hey eating healthy or whatever they're like don't have oreos in your pantry like just don't have it available to which you i know? would say no <laughs> yeah <laughs> but but i want them in my pantry but like you know so a lot of it's like if it's available it just, the temptations there even more you know but i think in some sense there is like a lack of control and of course we know that one of the fruits of spirit is self-control. And so that's Scripture speaks of this idea of being able to restrain yourself. And so I think that's why gluttony so is because you're basically like releasing the restraint and you're saying, I have no restraint and I have no self-control. And that's the hard thing. And, and it's funny because, you know, just think of like, um, so uh, the other night we had Sloppy Joe's and so we bought some chips. And so we have like my favorite kind of chips are like the kettle chips. And like we had... Um, for some reason, the stores are out of barbecue. I don't know that that's a supply chain issue, but... We'll talk to somebody, don't yeah, worry. We'll, I, can, we'll, I can
0: tell by the distress on your we'll, face. We'll,
1: we'll, we'll figure out whatever that is. But anyway, we had some Zaps Voodoo Chips. And so when you eat it, and, you know, the statement's like, you can't just have one. Absolutely. And like, and then you're like, oh, wait, how did I just eat half the bag? You it's know?
0: like, well, the Oreo's like, I'm just going to have two. And then there's like a sleeve missing. Have you no, seen I the totally-
1: TikTok where the person, he like eats an Oreo, and he like looks away for a second, yeah. he looks back down, and it's like, 10 missing and he's like <laughs> what and then he looks back and then they're all gone <laughs> and it's like all over his face
0: but that's really how i mean if you're not um, careful that's how it can be
1: well and i think that's the idea of like it, so many of these things bleed into this self-control and not having. and i think a lot of it reveals probably our lack of self-control that we have and then again in my own life i mean i've seen it time and time again when i'm especially in regard to food, those things, when I'm undisciplined in that area, it bleeds over to my quiet time. Yeah. It bleeds over to sin. It bleeds it bleeds over into so many other things in my life. And so it's why it's like it's hard, but it's like it's like trying to constantly rein it back in of like yeah. I've gotta have discipline, you know, in these certain areas because if I just let myself run rampant, it somehow bleeds into a lot of other things.
0: Do you think that this could possibly be Uh, revealing something that's a little deeper seated in our life. Like I think about like, we keep talking about like gluttony and Oreos and kettle chips and all these things, but like it literally can be anything. It can be, um, maybe you're somebody who struggled with, with food for a long time. And then you're like, you know what? I'm going to get my life right. I'm going to get in the gym. And then like your whole thing is like, I don't want to be that bigger person that I used to be. I want to be the small, skinny fit kind of deal. And then like, I guess in a way, you can make gym the going to the gym and doing all these things that can be a point of gluttony for you because you don't want to be what you were or you're eating to cope with something or you're watching to escape or whatever it is like do you think that this could be revealing something deeper in our
1: lives? Yeah, I mean I, I de- of course this is like going real deep, but I think it's like you know I mean, there's a reason why they call it comfort food because I mean think about it I mean when you have had a hard day, long day when things are difficult, you're stressed, the last thing you want to do is like, hey, I'm going to go get a kale salad. Like, that's what I want. And if you're on here and you listen and you eat kale salads, good for you.
0: There's never a point where, I'm like, it doesn't matter if I've had a long day. Well, like, what's
1: it, the kale crunch salad at Chick fil A is not bad. But, um, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> waffle fries are better. But, you, you know, like, because it's called comfort for a reason, because, like, we want things to comfort us. And so I think there's sometimes there's deeper and we probably don't maybe, or I just, you know, I'm tired. I just want to just binge Netflix and there's nothing wrong with uh, watching Netflix. There's nothing wrong with French fries or anything like that. But I think it's like when we start to take it, it starts to reveal of like, where do I actually run to, to find relief. And so of course, could some people run to drugs for sure. Could some people run to alcohol and be an alcoholic? Yeah, absolutely. But some people could also run to brownies and Oreos or, cookies or ice cream or
0: well i mean the whole
1: you know, aholic part of all of these things is like the abuse
0: of something like it's it's the overuse of something and so like an alcoholic is someone who overuses alcohol but like the same way a foodaholic i mean if you want yeah. to say it like that like he yeah. can be the same thing or i mean you you hear the jokes now like the a dude's a gymaholic i don't know if you have ever heard that yeah. i've heard that but like yeah that dude just does it so much it just i, I think i mean You're right. We run to whatever is going to make us feel better in that moment, like rather than than walking through spiritual disciplines. It's like, yeah, but I want gratification now. This can give me this now more than a a kale salad. Ain't gonna do it, you know. I've had a long day. I want to get a cookies and cream milkshake.
1: Yeah, and they are they are good milkshakes for sure. (laughs) But like, I think that's even why, of course, maybe in John Mark Comer in his book, there was this elimination of Hurt, He talks about it some this idea of like fasting and maybe it's why you know maybe and i I don't know some cultures may but like we've kind of lost the sense of fasting and the purpose of fasting but a lot of the fasting is of course many of it it's aligned with food but it's like this restraint of like it is not in control of like suppressing of course food's not bad we need food to survive but it's like i'm going to deny myself thing because i want something more which is i want to feast on christ not you know that and so maybe even it's like a lost art of of spiritual discipline of fasting, of maybe we need to incorporate that more in our life. And that's one I heard a talk from John McCormick. And he was he was actually saying that like up until like recently, a lot of Christians throughout the centuries, like they would do it once a week. They would fast and we'd be like, Well, that's kind of that's a lot. You know, that seems legalistic. But he was like but a lot of it was that whole idea of like self control um, reminding ourselves where we find nourishment. It's not in food, it's in Christ. And so, maybe even like some of that of like ways that we can combat gluttony is, you know, to look into the spiritual discipline of light and taking seriously fasting, you know, in our life.
0: For sure. So, like, when it comes to this conversation of gluttony, how do we combat this? Like, we've talked about, like, man, these are obviously scripture speaks really strongly to it. We're seeing that maybe it's revealing something that's a little deeper in our hearts that we don't know about. So like practically what can we do to combat this?
1: I think one's probably just being aware of it, you know, Um, just asking the Holy spirit to make us aware of like, you know, and, and, and I think sometimes we are aware of it sometimes, but just like probably acknowledging, Hey, I, I run to this, you know? And, and like for me, I mean, I, I, I know this very clearly, like, I mean, I try to work out, I try to, I, I try to eat good, but like I, I have a huge sweet tooth and I love, sweets i love chocolate cookies ice cream gummy candy i mean that's like my like i i that's what i I love that kind of stuff and so for me it's having and even like trips kirsten i we um a lot of times decide like what we're doing based on food you know this because it's one of the first stories i told one of the first arguments i got in with my wife was over because she ate my cookie and so I think it's like knowing all sudden it's like, okay, I have a problem. Like, I should not get angry because my wife took a bite of my cookie, even though I did ask her if she wanted a cookie. She said no. But I just want to say, go.
0: this is one of the first stories I have. I, I remember sitting down with James at uh, Miss K's, and before we even talked about church stuff and, and before we even talked about, like, who First Monroe was, like, this is one of the first stories I ever heard. And I remember in my mind being like, Oh, this is just a normal dude. Like, I got mad at my wife for the same thing last week, and
1: man, so I can just. But with maybe that. it's revealing in my heart, you know. Like, I shouldn't get angry over a cookie, um, but you know, and so and so, I think one is just being aware of of that, and I think uh, you know, a couple, well, fast, you know, we brought up fasting, and I think fasting is probably a good s- spiritual discipline to adopt in our life. I think another thing is just like to look in of ways we can be disciplined. You know, does that mean like in order to not be gluttonous? I mean, I have to have it like a six pack. Um, well, I sure hope not because that's really hard to do. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> and so, But but I think like having, you know, finding ways to be disciplined of like, you know, there's some people that do intermittent fasting. There's some people that do, um, you know, or maybe it's just like, hey, I, I don't need, there's only, you know, there's special times I do want to enjoy certain foods, but like it shouldn't be a, a, like, you know, let's restrict. And, and so I think having guidelines and disciplines in our life, um, setting routines in our life. And so I think those are ways that we can combat you know, gluttony, um, in our life. So, so I think that that's like, if you're sitting down,
0: like, like, do you have any, like, Hey, do this. Like, I mean, cause here's here, so one of the things that we talk about Oreos, um, I've got to the point now, Kelly and I've had the conversation where I'm like, I'm going to eat this whole sleeve. If it's me, like, if, if I'm the one who pulls the Oreo package out of the pantry and goes sits down with it, like, they're gone. Like, they're just gone. And so now I'm like, Kelly, I'm not I'm not doing this because I want you to do all these things for me, but can you just grab me two Oreos? And she'll bring me, like, two. And, and that's one of the ways that, like, I've had to find to, like, because gluttony is a thing for me. Like, that's one of the ways that I've had to be like, hey, help me with this. Like, how does community play into this?
1: Yeah, so I think having people in our life, in our conversation that can, you know, friends, it could be our spouse, could be a parent, could be whatever, just to hold us accountable to say, Hey, like, Hey, if you notice these tendencies in my life, like, I need you to help me, you know, in that. And then I think, you know, of course this is spiritual advice this is also non-spiritual advice. I know, um, atomic habits, the book atomic habits talks a lot about this idea, but like creating environments, you know, and so that's community, but that's also like the environments of my home. Of so like for me, you know, this is kind of extreme, but, like, sometimes, especially when I'm trying to really do really good, like, Christian will be like, just have just one Oreo or something. And I'm like, I can't just have one. Like, if I eat one, I want ten. All of them. Yeah. You know? And so, I, for me, it's just, like, knowing, like, hey, I I just can't I just can't do it. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. So, um, but I definitely think bringing community in and, and having people to come alongside of us to say, like, you know, noticing it. Yeah. You know? They can help us.
0: Look, man. Saint Thomas is it Aquinas? Is that how you say it?
1: I think so. That's,
0: yeah. We'll go with that. I mean, don't fact check me on that. But uh you Go thing. to Christian
1: College. I did. So I
0: mean, I did. We just we just said STA. So, <laughs> I gotcha. He uh, he went as far as he added ashes to his food so he wouldn't enjoy it. Uh, I'm not saying do that because that's weird. Uh, but like, obviously, like this guy saw that gluttony could be a problem, and so he went to an extreme. And so maybe for you it is going to an extreme. Maybe it is like, hey, I'm the guy who's always had blah, blah, blah. I'm the guy who always has every subscription plan I can. Maybe it is is taking the step to say, I'm not even going to have that around. I'm not even going to do that. Or allowing community to come in and say, hey, let's, let's just have real conversations about these things. I think that that's, again, uh, going back to the top of this, the respectable sins, man, this is one that we look at and it's like, yeah, but it's okay. In reality, like. Again, scripture was very forward, like hold a knife to your throat. Yeah. That's pretty strong language.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think having like I was even thinking when you were just saying that like even like social media, we couldn't be gluttonous on social media. Absolutely. And so like there's a new thing the iPhone has out now that you can limit your time on these certain apps and things. And so maybe it's whether it's Netflix, it could be social media, food, it could be saying like, Hey, these aren't bad things, but like I have to restrain back of I can't just let myself run full throttle that's not good spiritually for my heart um, I need to be aware of those things and so I need to make. And maybe it sounds maybe extreme but like I need to put up certain roadblocks and things so that I don't overindulge in all these Absolutely. things you know
0: and I think that's one of the reasons why I can like again I'm pro community guy um, have the conversa- the weird conversations nobody ever loves weird conversations but have them you know put them in where it is like I'm I'm really big on having, like, five people around you of the same gender who can ask you any question they want to at any time. Um, and so, like, that's a conversation that I've had with a few of them of, like, hey, if you see me overindulging, say something. You have free reigns. Ask me it. how many Oreos I had. Exactly. Ask me how many Oreos I had. It's weird, but just shoot me a text. Hey, man, you've been eating Oreos? Whatever. Like, and that sounds silly, but, like, in a serious sense, it could be, like, hey, like, for me, for during all the COVID stuff and with my anxiety, if I watch too much of the news – And read about the new variants and did all these things, like, if I was gluttonous over that, it put me in a weird headspace. And so like I legitimately had people in my life who I was like, please text me just throughout the week and ask me where I'm at. And it totally changed things because I could either lie or be honest. And I did both, I'll be honest. (laughs) I'll be real. Uh and it the times where I was honest, man, it was really good. It was really good to be able to to have healthy correction of like, hey, don't do that. Like, mm-hmm. don't like, let's, let's have a conversation about it. And it, it it's weird and it's uncomfortable, but man, it's good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, man, I appreciate you sitting down having a conversation about, uh, something that again, <laughs> we probably didn't want to talk about, Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, shedding some light on, on something that, uh, I really think could, could be helpful for us. So thanks for talking
1: to us, pastor. And thanks for checking out another episode of Tuesday take.